Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. This summer, we will continue our Exodus series that we started last year, picking up after the parting of the Red Sea. In preparation, we will be re-releasing the first episodes in this exciting series. We've been waiting all year to continue this story and can't wait for you to hear what we have in store. Today's story is called Moses. This is part one in our series on Exodus. This comes from Exodus chapter 1 and chapter 2 verses 1 through 10 and Acts chapter 17 verse 26. I respect each family's ages and stages of life, so I have adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scriptures yourself, adding what you feel is appropriate for your family. Today begins our series in Exodus. There is so much to learn here that I broke it down into a few episodes. This is a story full of ups and downs, twists and turns. If you think your movies are action-packed, wait until you hear what happens in Exodus. It's also incredible because guess what? This is a story that we are all a part of because we are God's children. This story began thousands of years ago. There was once a man named Abraham. God promised Abraham that he would have many children. Those children would grow up and have children, and on and on it would go. His family would grow and grow and grow. His family would be filled with grandmas and grandpas, cousins, aunts, moms, dads, sisters, and brothers. There would be so many that there would be more than the stars in the sky. Too many to count, in fact. Well, Abraham's family would grow into a nation, and God said that one day they'd be in a promised land. Everyone, does God keep his promises? Yes, he absolutely does. So do you think he kept his promise to Abraham? Yes, he did. But guess how long the people would wait to see this promised land. More than 400 years. That's a long time. Whew, this makes waiting three days to get to Grandma's house seem easy peasy. So in our story, Abraham's huge family has grown, and they are now called the Israelites. The Israelites will be a huge character in our story, so remember them. Well, the Israelites are waiting and waiting for this promised land, and while they wait, 
They are living in Egypt. It's not very good for them in Egypt. They are kind of like the outsiders. The Pharaoh, this is like a king. The Pharaoh is scared the Israelites will continue to grow and grow, and there would be so many of them that they would have all of the power and take over. So, Pharaoh comes up with an evil plan. He forces them to work as slaves. Even with Pharaoh's evil plan, the Israelites continue to grow in number because God keeps his promise, and he promised Abraham he'd have a huge family. Well, Pharaoh becomes more concerned, anxiously rubbing his hands together, pacing the floor, back and forth, back and forth. He must now solve this problem. What is he to do? He likes being Pharaoh. He does not want to give up his power. And then he comes up with another horrible plan. You must take away all the baby boys. This will stop them from growing. <laughs> this is heartbreaking. But one mom and dad had a baby boy. And of course, they loved him so much. They did not want anything to happen to him. So they trusted God and did not obey the Pharaoh's new rule. And guess what? God did have a plan for this little baby boy's life, just like he has a plan for your life and my life. The mommy, she hid the baby for three months. But after three months, she was not able to hide the baby any longer. So she got a basket made of reeds and covered it with tar so that it would float. She put the baby in the basket. Then she put the basket among the tall grass at the edge of the Nile River. The baby's sister stood a short distance away. She watched and watched, trying to make sure her baby brother was okay. Then one day, Pharaoh's daughter came to the river. She was going to take a bath. Her helper girls were walking beside the river when she saw the basket in the tall grass. So she sent one of the girls to get it. Look! What's that down there? Would you please go get it for me? I wonder what it could be. Pharaoh's daughter opened the basket and saw the baby boy. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. She said, oh, This is one of the Hebrew babies. Everyone listening, this means he is one of the Israelites, the group of people that her father, the Pharaoh, wanted to overpower and rule. Well, then the baby's sister, remember, she was keeping watch over her baby brother. 
she asked Pharaoh's daughter, Would you like me to find a woman to maybe care for the baby for you? The Pharaoh's daughter said, Yes, please. And off ran the big sister, I'm sure smiling, happy that her baby brother was going to be okay. She went and got the baby's own mother. Mom! Mom, come quickly! Bent over, trying to catch her breath, she probably said something like, Hey, Mom! (sighs) Pharaoh's daughter? (sighs) Well, she found the baby brother, and I think he's going to be okay, but you must come quickly and come on, help care for him. She won't know you're his real mommy. We can keep it a secret, but he will be safe and... And you will even get to raise him. I'm sure the mommy stopped whatever she was doing, tightened her sandals, and off she ran as fast as her feet would carry her to see her baby. When she got there, Pharaoh's daughter told her, Take this baby and care for him for me. I will pay you. The mommy did not care about the money. She just wanted her baby boy. So the woman scooped up her baby, cradled him in her arms, and took him home to care for him. Time passes. After the child had grown older, the woman took him to Pharaoh's daughter. She adopted the baby as her own son. And guess what she named that little boy? I bet you've heard of him. The Pharaoh's daughter named him Moses because she had pulled him out of the water. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just learned. The baby that was lying in the basket, what was his name? Everyone, say it out loud. Moses. Moses, very good. Now I want you to remember him because he will play a big part in our stories. Did God have a plan for Moses? He sure did. But I bet Moses' mom and dad were so sad and scared when they put him in the basket and placed it in the river. It probably did not seem like a plan at all to them. How would this work? How could it be? But God had a plan, even when no one else could see it. Here is my next question for you. What woman found Moses? Pharaoh's daughter. Very good, Pharaoh's daughter. She rescued baby Moses. I'm sure she knew all along of her father's evil rule, yet she decided to help Moses. God had a plan for Moses all along. He had a plan for all of his people, even when others could not see it. Do you think God has a plan for you? Yes, he sure does. The Bible teaches us in Acts chapter 17, verse 26, that God marked out the time we were to live and the exact places we would even live. 
This means he knew the neighborhood you would live in, the age you would be when you live there, even the year you would be born. So this week, while you're playing outside or maybe doing your schoolwork, remember, God has a plan for you, just like he has a plan for Moses. Thank you again for listening. Make sure to tune in to our next episode to see what happens to Moses, to see God's plan unfold. And as always, bye for now.